0: To be honest, it's wider than just the industry. You know, there's different levels of it. There's the industry perspective, but the wider public perspective and you know perception of some of these technologies needs to be considered.
1: We're in a position to start making some steps towards that. That would be success, having some regulations that support remotely operated vessels, for example.
2: Hello and welcome to the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency podcast, climate change caring for the environment finding cleaner fuels all these things are a hot topic not just in the maritime industry but the wider world how then as an agency does the mca see its role in supporting innovation while making sure that it's done in a safe way well they've set up a team committed to working with industry to find solutions. Today we're going to be meeting three members of the Maritime Future Technologies team, Mark Seestren, its strategic lead, Dr Katrina Kemp who's the Smart Ships and Automation Policy Officer and Ashley Steer who's the Assistant Director.
3: I think we, we play a really interesting role in the MCA so we have obviously we have our regulatory kind of function so we're making sure that ships operate safely and, and we've got the UK flag and things everything sits under the flag. But also, increasingly, the outside world's changing. So new technologies are coming to market. Obviously, everybody knows that there's a huge kind of challenge around decarbonisation, which means new technologies for fuel. So companies are innovating, the, the world's changing quickly. And yeah and, and where we sit in the middle of that is we've got to be kind of ahead of the game because ultimately everything's going to end up in innovation so it's in regulation so for us it's it's really a matter of you know joining the two together so that we we are we embrace that innovation in the market
1: from our perspective it's about supporting industry that come to us with ideas that don't necessarily fit in with the regulations or don't the regulations weren't written with them in mind so, for example, remotely operated vessels that still have somebody in control, but there is no one on board. So, actually, how do we how do we allow that to operate or trial from the UK or in UK waters? Um, so that's one example. The other example is actually the slightly more innovative, extreme approach, perhaps where there's nobody on board and it's fully autonomous and we're a long way off that, I think, but people are starting to have those ideas and it's how we support them to make them a reality, but make them make sure everyone else is safe at the same time.
0: The approach that we have taken previously um, to, to managing that has been on a, on a more prescriptive level and the industry is very much set up for that. that, that regulation and safety is at the core of what we do and, and we need to be able to embrace this innovative technology whilst maintaining that safety and that is just for us understanding the risk in potentially a different way and different methods Um, but but it is at at the core of what we do and we need to ensure that's maintained uh, through the implementation.
2: So then how does the role of the regulator sit alongside and encourage and support innovation?
3: I think we've seen this with the UK flag previously is you've got to do uh, what you say you're going to do. And I think we're increasingly moving into that. So I think historically, we may have given promises and not always met them from time to time. And I think what we're trying to do is is absolutely deliver on things. Um, and so I think um, I think that's the first thing you've got to do. You've got to absolutely deliver what you say you're going to do. And I think from a from a from a wider basis i think through our stakeholder managers that we're bringing in to the business we we've got a role in connecting things together so you know ultimately things will end with end with us in regulation but way before we get to that point you know we can be building relationships with academia with industry with class societies with other government organisations with our colleagues in dft and really helping to 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 bring this stuff together because it is quite fragmented you know i think look at the market and look at all the different groups that are set up in this area and there's just loads and for me we've we've got a really key role to bring bring everybody together
1: i think since we started my lab um so the maritime autonomy regulation lab actually that showed a big it was a big indicator to industry that we were willing to We're willing to do something about this and it's been received really positively. And I think in the last year, there's been a lot of calls from industry for us to put more resource behind this. And actually, that's what we're now doing. And that's what the Maritime Future Technologies team is doing. And it's being received really positively. So they've asked for this. We're able to support them in a much more positive way.
0: To be honest, it's wider than just the industry. You know, there's different levels of it. There's the industry perspective, but the wider public perspective and you know perception of some of these technologies needs to be considered.
2: Quite clearly, there's a lot of work to do. Even though that work is very exciting, there are some challenges. What would be the measure of success for Ashley, Katrina, and Mark?
0: Um, success for me would be to a positive impact to, to be seen in the industry as a leader and to drive real change. Um, there, there's a lot of people talking about the, these subjects and I think there's there's probably a real perception that that there's been um, a lot of time talking and not enough action and I think for us actually making some of that that talk turn into action would be a really, really positive step forward.
1: I think for me it's the UK allowing or supporting more trials from autonomous vessels, so remotely operated and fully autonomous and allowing people to explore new technologies. And then in addition to that is actually, similar to what Ashley said, it's, it's actually getting out there with some regulation. And I, f- I feel at least we're in a position to start making some steps towards that. That would be success, having some regulations that support remotely operated vessels, for example.
3: I think ultimately to be recognized for the role we've played in helping with the, the, the aim to get to zero emissions and enabling all these great uh, interesting autonomous projects to, as, as Katrina just said, to actually go live. you know. I think for me that's it. We, our ultimate measure is how much we've influenced and helped shape you know all of that in, in, in the future. When we look back, that's what I think we would, would have loved to have done.
2: Thank you for listening to the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency podcast. Until the next time, goodbye. This has been a podcast for the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency. It was produced and presented by Heather Skull.